Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the VR1 NFT podcast, and I'm your host. You know, we've been doing the educational series, and we are about to simulcast live on Twitter spaces. So for those of you out there in the world, you may connect with us as well on Twitter spaces. From there, we're going to blast off live on YouTube. So we'll do it systematically. We're going to start at uh, we're going to start at uh, at Spotify through Anchor, and we're going to expand on Spaces. And we are going to call this our late, sorry, late night educational. That's what we're going to call it. Right? So we're going to start our space.
Okay, so now that's complete and that's done. And we're gonna take a quick commercial break. We'll generate a few million dollars in advertising money and then we'll come back with today's module. And I thank you guys for tuning in and becoming part of today's episode. We'll be right back. And right back. As an added bonus to my mentees and everyone else tuning in, I have a little bit of iced tea for you guys to enjoy. And we're going to do a module. Oh, man. So, I wanted to do something special. And I know I, I, I never really do this, but for today, I just feel like all of you at the podcast are very special because it's not like you guys can see fancy graphics like they can on, on YouTube or in a video format. So, here we go, right? Gardner's multiple intelligences, distinguishing individual profiles of intelligence. Gardner argued that people are intelligent in different ways. IQ tests work better for some people than others. And this is not simply for the obvious reasons that some people are smarter. If you're good with words and logic, then the typical IQ test probably works well for you. But what if words and logic aren't your strong skills, but you're still extremely good at what you do? Here, traditional IQ scores do not seem to be reflecting your true intelligence. A Brief History of Intelligence Testing The study of intelligence began in Paris in the late 1900s, I'm sorry, in the late 1800s, around 1890, with Alfred Binet, who developed a test designed to identify children with special educational needs. His approach of quantifying intelligence was then readily accepted in the United States and worldwide. Schools began testing children and adopting curricula that would help students improve their IQs. Getting into the right college or university is still often dependent on IQ. And on tests like the SAT, Scholastic Achievement Test, that are derived from IQ tests. In the 1970s, Howard Garner, a professor of education at Howard University, started questioning the traditional definition of intelligence on which such tests were based. Gardner worked with talented children and adults who had brain damage. He found that people had many other gifts and talents that weren't necessarily reflected in the traditional ideals of intelligence. He used a variety of sources, including neurophysiological research and studies with autistic people geniuses, and protégés to support his model that various parts of the brain provide different types of intelligence. In 1983, Gardner published the book Frames of Mind, which outlined seven different types of intelligence. Ten years later, he added an eighth type. This 
multiple intelligences, MI theory, became a popular model for understanding the many ways in which human intelligence exists. The multiple intelligences are defined as such. The multiple intelligences theory, MI theory, claims that all humans have eight intelligences to a lesser or greater extent and that we each have a different intelligence profile. This profile is based on our genetics and our experiences and makes us unique from others. The intelligence are as follows. Number one, linguistic intelligence. This is the ability to use spoken and written language effectively to express yourself. Lawyers, writers, and speakers tend to have high linguistic intelligence. Logical, mathematical intelligence. This is the ability to analyze problems logically, work effectively with mathematical operations, and investigate issues using the scientific method. Finding patterns and deductive reasoning are other capabilities associated with this intelligence. People working in the scientific and mathematical communities tend to be high in this type of intelligence. Musical intelligence. This is the ability to perform or compose and appreciate musical patterns, including changes in pitch, tone, and rhythm. Successful musicians, composers, and people involved in music production have high levels of musical intelligence. Bodily kinesthetic intelligence. This is the ability to use the body for expression. People high in this intelligence use their physical coordination to master problems. Professional dancers and athletes are good examples of this. Spatial intelligence. This is the ability to recognize, use, and interpret, or I'm sorry, interpret images and patterns and to reproduce objects in three dimensions. Successful architects, sculptors, and designers are very likely to have high spatial intelligence. Interpersonal intelligence. This is the ability to understand people's intentions, motivations, and desires. This intelligence allows individuals to work well with others. Professions like therapy, teaching, and sales attract individuals with high interpersonal intelligence. Interpersonal intelligence. I'm sorry, intrapersonal intelligence. This is the ability to understand yourself and to interpret and appreciate your own feelings and motivations. Therapists, actors, caregivers, and writers are all people who can bring high levels of personal awareness to their work. Naturalist intelligence. This is the ability to recognize and appreciate our relationship with the natural world. Astronomers, biologists, and zoologists are examples of professions with a high level of naturalist intelligence. This is the eighth intelligence that Gardner added after first publication of his model. Spiritual and existential, asking the big questions intelligence, are two other areas that have been proposed but these haven't been confirmed as official intelligence types. Testing multiple intelligences. As interest in Garner's multiple intelligences increase, interest in testing for the various intelligence types developed too. Garner and his colleagues looked at this issue and concluded that it was too difficult to create a valid test. To do so, he argued, you would have to include several performance measures. 
As an example, Garner says spatial intelligence will be a product of one's performance in such activities as finding one's way around an unfamiliar terrain, playing chess, reading blueprints, and remembering the arrangement of objects in a recently vacated room. Garner criticized the test for two key reasons. Number one, they don't measure performance. The questions are designed to find out a person's preferences, skills, interests, and abilities. Number two, the self-reported nature of these tests relies on having high self-awareness. Garner's model says that not everyone has the necessary level of intrapersonal intelligence to answer the test accurately. For more detailed information on Garner's thoughts and perspectives on his model, go to www.howardgarner.com and read the Frequently Asked Questions section. Limitations and Criticisms of Multiple Intelligences Theory When the idea of multiple intelligences seem intuitively attractive, a key criticism is that no valid measurement tool is available. This has made MI difficult to prove. It is therefore accused of being ambiguous and subjective, instead of objective. I'm sorry, it is therefore accused of being ambiguous and subjective instead of objective. To further complicate the issue, proposed assessments are complex and expensive to design. Some people believe that eight intelligences are not necessarily distinct, but that they simply subsets of a general intelligence often known as G. Although the the existence of general intelligence is itself the subject of controversy. Some also argue that Gardner's intelligences are better understood as cognitive styles or ways of thinking, rather than distinct types of intelligence, using the idea. So if this is Gardner's theory, how do we use it? One, it encourages us to respect and value more in people than the results given by a single dimension IQ test. In some roles, areas, and professions, standard IQ measurements may not be of much use at all. In many areas, standard intelligence genuinely does matter. Be careful not to throw the baby out with the bad water, with the bath water here. It encourages us to treat the results of standard IQ tests with care and to supplement or replace them with tests more directly related to the job at hand. See our article on inbox assessment for one approach to this, and our articles on performance testing for many more. Key points. Goward, I'm sorry, Howard Gardner's theory of multiple intelligences has created a new understanding of intelligence. It also emphasizes the importance of understanding what intelligence really is, and it's forced us to question the way we perceive intelligence. By breaking free of the limits of logical and linguistic intelligence, the MI model introduces a broader perspective and better appreciation for all the ways that people can deliver value. And while multiple intelligences theory has its critics, it's provided a much needed opportunity to look at the various ways in which we can express our different talents, abilities, and preferences. You know what I'm going to do tomorrow? On the on the live stream, we're going to go over this. I just wanted to give it to you guys first for today. And once again, I want to thank you guys so much 
for everything that you guys mean to me in my heart, for everything that you guys do directly and indirectly. Every single listener, every single follower, every single fan is one of my mentees, but also one of my uh, mentors. I learn from you guys every day, and each one of you is worth the entire universe. Um, thank you guys, and tune in to the next one, and we'll be right back. Thank you guys so much. I feel so great. I feel so accomplished. I did so many pieces of content. I went live. I did the stream. I did the spaces. I did the podcast. I wrote the article. I did the magazine. I did everything. Now I could just relax, um, work on some music, and get ready to do it all over again tomorrow. God bless.